0: what i i just hate people you do yeah but it's not a bug that's bite.
1: why we're a good match i just love people no you
0: don't you're constantly no. talking shit about all your friends um especially the ones in philadelphia what were their names again no don't give Mich- <laughs> michelle a complex I'm just She's kidding. gonna have a, no of course i know that michelle and the other person that she lives with jeff were, yes of babies. course i know jeff but Yes, what's coming up
1: soon is i'm going to see them because don't yeah. forget in a few weeks Okay. I'm flying to New York to see the Alanis Morissette on Broadway show. Are you t- seeing it alone? No, with Michelle and a bunch of my friends from back east. Oh,
0: that's great.
1: It's a reunitation. of What? A reunitation, reunitation I, no, of what? a bunch of my friends from elementary school and I cuz I keep friends from the past bo. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah. Well, here's here's the reason oh, why. Oh yeah, what happened to you? Oh, I was in I was in a coffee shop and I have these glasses, right? And I mean, I have glasses—not It's not yes. these glasses—but I have glasses, and I have a pair of sunglasses that fit over them. They're just a flip-up thing. They're uh-huh. made for my glasses. They're not like you know whatever. Anyway, uh, I had them flipped up because I was inside, and this woman is looking at me so weird from across the room, and she's she looks like a like a Disney villain character, oh, kind of no. heavy set, gap in her teeth, kind of like crazy eyes a little bit, and she keeps looking at me and then like smiling I'm like what is going on here and I was talking to my friend and she she kind of nudges over closer to us and closer and then she just goes she's trying to make eye contact right she's like I I'm so sorry. I don't, I'm i so sorry. I do not mean to interrupt you, but your glasses make it look like you have really bushy eyebrows. It looks so <laughs> weird. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's, yep, they're just flip up glass. She's like, it looks so weird. And I was like, Got oh, it. Oh, Thanks. okay, like, cool, cool. And she's like, I just thought that was so weird that you had those. And I was like, okay.
1: Got it. Thank you. Yeah. She walks away. They do also make you look very like, what is it, groucho? Mar- groucho mm-hmm. marxie yeah, the yeah. big bushy okay yeah that's what i picked so she
0: walks away no problem i keep talking to my friend you know because lots of times you'll be sitting in like, i really like your shirt and you're like oh thank you so much that's a compliment but it was kind of weird that she came over to tell me like did you know your glasses make it look like you have bushy eyebrows Right. she walks away she kind of like puts her hand up like like tap 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 and then turns back around and it's like I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That was probably rude of me. I should not have said that. And I was like, no, 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 It's all good. No problems. No harm, no foul. It's funny. And she's like, yeah, I just, I shouldn't have said that. And I was like, okay, no problem. Right? But I'm trying to be nice. Right. But also I'm in the middle of a conversation. Yeah. So then she's like, yeah, sorry about that. And then turns away. And then turns back. She goes, but they are really weird looking. <laughs> and, and really? I, and so she like, ended it like with the twist. I was like, wait, you're you're coming back to say I'm sorry that I interrupted you. And then I said this thing, but also. I had every reason to do so. And I was like, that is such a funny thing when people say, I'm sorry, but it's not. I'm yeah. not, you know?
1: This I, is a time for you to, what, you could have flipped your glasses down. I like should have talking to and been like just done like, here. click, click, click. <laughs> like yeah. a shade coming down or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's funny. You know, I was trying to think of, because we didn't, you didn't tell me this story before, but you told me the premise. Yeah. And I was trying to think of like a time like that. And I don't, I probably haven't noticed
0: you, has anyone ever, like, apologized for something, but then they didn't really mean the apology? Like, yeah, well, I'm sorry, but if you hadn't done this, this wouldn't have happened.
1: I mean, the only time I've, it's it's not... Or
0: are you that person?
1: No, you... not that even. I don't really apologize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you know what you're getting.
0: Well, uh, I'm sorry to tell you this, but your shirt is it's inside, inside out. out. I
1: know, because... Why? I went to a party last night, and I was wearing a corset, uh-huh. a very tight corset, yes. and on the drive home... I'm still wearing this shirt from yesterday on the drive home. I had to take my corset off and I was nude driving for at least a good 10 minutes through the streets, like a busy streets. Wow. Like you can imagine just someone driving past me and like looking and I'm like, not a small pancake. <laughs> you know, like like there's a lot to look at if you're, if you're seeing it. So it, it was a few streets before I can like relax and get my this new shirt back yeah. on. And once I did, I got it on. Was it on the right way? No. Did I still continue to wear it today? B- the b- wrong b- way. B- yes. b- wait, wait, wait,
0: I put, you it, put on it on last night. it on backwards, the wrong way. But then you took it off when you went to bed, right? No, I slept in the shirt. You slept in that shirt. I came home very late. Then you got up this morning. Yep, At just four a.m. Went to work. Went to a radio
1: sh- job like this.
0: Yeah, went to the to the job site.
1: Welcomed like the Boys and Girls Club of San Diego like this
0: with your shirt inside out. Yeah, Meryl.
1: Who cares? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> not sorry. Yeah, I don't care. Who cares? It's just a tag. <laughs>
0: Come on, kids, now gather around. Grab a log and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Meryl Klimo. You know, speaking of glasses, have you ever heard of Warby Parker? I bet you have. I bet they can help you. you. They can help you. If you want flip down glasses or Groucho (laughs) Marx eyebrows uh, that you can get rid of uh, and look at the sun directly, uh, you should head over to WarbyParker.com, where if you'd like, Mm -hmm. there's a free trial for you at WarbyParkerTrial.com. Campfire. That's warbyparker.com forward slash campfire. And that's where you can order your free home try-ons today. Choose five frames you'd like to try on, mail the frames back, choose your favorite pair, and put your prescription in there and order it. Warby Parker makes your experience completely risk-free and free shipping all around. Visit warbyparkertrial.com forward slash campfire to begin your free home trial Today.
1: Glasses make men sexier. You think so? Yeah. Do you think glasses make women do you like women a little bit more in glasses or not so much?
0: You know, there is that like sexy like secretary yeah. kind of thing. I think it's all about what the glasses look like. Because yeah. I don't just think like women in glasses are sexy. I think if someone is sexy and they put glasses on, it's like it adds to sexiness. Yeah. But it's like it's not like a, you know, A futon couch puts on a pair of glasses and all of a sudden you're like, wow, (laughs) look at that Corvette. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I wonder if there's glasses for non, like, I guess there are like fashion glasses where. Sure,
0: of course. I think that's ridiculous. Really? Yeah. But I want to be included. You want to? Mm -hmm. I bet you actually look good in glasses. Thank you. You know what you should do. You, you should to to cover Warby. my whole face. Oh, you should Warby go to Parker. Warby Parker. <laughs> oh, you, no. you should get
1: glasses and then the ski mask that like, <laughs> completely covers your face.
0: <laughs> I I give you a VR set. I'm like, there you go. There's your reality. I'm going
1: to so- sue no, them. I'm not going to sue them. They're advertising. Oh, my God. I was just about to sue our advertiser. because I'm going to sue them because I feel discriminated against because of my 2020 vision. I feel oh, othered.
0: Of course you would find a way to make that. Okay. Anyway. Warby Parker. <laughs> hey, wh- what's going on with you?
1: Oh, my gosh. I have a lot to share with you. You do? I think you'll like it.
0: Uh, there's something uh, we both, well, this is what I love about us. We have an open like, can, relationship. Can we just, we have, can we just talk yes, about this? Yes, How I, we love each other in yes. this way. Um, you know, one thing that can make you kind of fall in this trap of like, maybe it's loneliness or maybe it's just um, being maybe a little too content. And having your life get boring is by not changing it up, yes. right? You got to change it up. You got to do this new shit. And I think it's really cool that you and I, separately, without even talking, both signed up for classes to do something, right? And and to keep our lives uh, fit and yeah, well, not, maybe not fit, maybe not fit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. We're, you're taking a stand-up comedy class, yes, and I'm taking an improv class, correct? And neither of us has done that. Like, right, you down done improv, but... Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just was like, I want to do it. I've never done it. I feel like it would help me, yes. something.
1: And I think, we too, you and I have seen so many people come through on our shows, too, yeah. that really have touted the benefits of improv right, and just, right. like, helping with us with interviews and with yeah. other stuff. And it's
0: funny, I do want to do stand-up, so I was, like, not jealous, but, like, really excited for you to do it, because it's. I think it's something I'd like to do. Yeah. To take a stand-up class. But... Um, you told me kind of an interesting start of a story. Yes. And you sent me a picture. <laughs> and I just want you to tell our listeners. We'll work,
1: we'll work backwards. I said, yeah. yeah. I sent you a picture of me in tears. And I'll tell you kind of like the two days that went into this. Yeah. And it's good. It's it's like, it, you know, there, there's tears that people cry, I think, because like you're not moving forward or you're not getting anywhere. These were tears of like frustration, but in a good way almost. If well, that is I such think a you thing.
0: can see the outcome. So let's talk about Yes, okay. W- w- how did this start? Okay, let's go so back to the yeah.
1: Was uh kind of like two little branches. The first branch was I I wanted to like not wait on the things, you know, I, I obsessively talk about living and wanting to live in Los Angeles. You do? Yes. I know if you did know, but I wanted to be quiet about it and start doing the things that I would like do for as much as I can. If I live there, I'm like, okay, right. why exactly do I want to live there so much? And like, if I live there tomorrow, let me start to yeah, try as best as I be? can with logistically to do like the little things that I want to do. So one of this is a class called pretty funny women. And it's run by this woman, Lisa, who's absolutely amazing. She used to write for Chelsea Handler and all these shows. And she's kind of like the Madame of comedy where she like, you know, will kind of groom these girls and then do showcases at right. Laugh Factory and all these places. She's worked a lot with some of our past guests like Audrey Stewart and Megan Granger and kind of all these like cool comedy girls, I feel like kind of are under her umbrella. I got gotcha. you. She's like the Heidi Fleiss or, or was that? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, so I she's like the, yeah, that's the best way, I guess. So, so um, and then. So she teaches the class, and I've just heard that it's a really supportive environment. It's all girls, but you know, at yeah. the showcases, of course, like all genders or whatevers are welcome. um so I signed up for it, not even specifically wanting to be a stand up comedian, but more like wanting to work on crafting my jokes and like being able to really nail it down and tell us a, a joke on stage, and then also, like, throwing myself in and getting over sure. stage fright a little bit yeah. because i like it's almost like i get excited but i sometimes i feel like i don't know how to control like all my excitement and it just comes out right. I'm, I'm like a steaming pot of ramen soup and i need to like you know have it a medium so my noodles don't spill over it's <laughs> so so your analogies <laughs> so uh, they're all food like my yeah, pancake yeah, boobs yeah, and yeah. my ramen <laughs> excitement and then yeah totally and so um So I signed up for this class and I knew it would be challenging. Like I knew that it would be something that isn't really in my forte before. Yeah, why
0: would you take a, I mean, why would you take a class if you were already like really good at it? Exactly, that's true. I think the only reason to do that would be like, oh, I'm taking a ceramics class even though I've done it for years just because I need to use the kiln. Yeah, that's very true. But like with stand-up comedy, it's like. Why take the class, like the beginning class, if you've been doing it for 10 years?
1: Exactly. And I almost feel, I feel like I see stand-up as like the piano version of it, where it's like, once you, it's like the hardest, but it's like the basis for so many things. Right. And then once I learn really more about joke writing and performing it and even then like i feel like like the teacher is so well connected that maybe she can even be someone that i can talk to about like my sitcom ideas and you know what i mean like i like i just need like a mentor and i keep on trying to look for it in different places but i feel like this would be a good one so the class has been really cool it's me and 11 different girls and these girls are like individually so each so amazing and awesome and like um very, very funny too. And I feel like neither, like they don't try. They're just like a really cool bunch of girls.
0: I'm sure that's not true, but I mean, I'm sure they're really cool. I'm I'm sure they also try.
1: They do try, but like they're all like when they just talk about themselves, like one is taking a sumo wrestling class. And then like one told this story about how like she was trying to kill a chicken and her and her boyfriend like couldn't kill it fully. And so it's just, I don't know these They're And then I told you one story about how a girl in fifth grade, they made this like pact about, um, about they want to be like like blood sisters and brothers with this yeah. fifth grade. So all these fifth graders like slit their wrists, like thinking like, <laughs> oh, if we cut ourselves from the wrist, we'll bleed more. And then they like all these ambulances had to cut. They all ended up living, so it's okay, parents. <laughs> but like like just these like the stories that they tell, and then the fact that everyone else thinks that's funny. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm in like a safe space where sure, people actually sure. have a sense of humor and stuff. So 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 yesterday was my third week of it, and the first week was kind of like really just practicing like walking up to the mic like taking it out of the of the holder and you know kind of like just getting used to even just being on the physical part of it which is honestly like something that i even i still find daunting too like it is i don't know it's it's, some people like i think you
0: probably don't think about the 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 little things like the mic stand yeah how tall is it how does it work how do you take the mic out do you fumble the little stuff are the lights too bright are they not bright enough is the sound good it's like even if you're set even if your material is great there are a lot of things that can kind of suck for you
1: exactly exactly that can
0: throw you off your game and
1: I think some people are like um I come alive on stage whereas I feel like I like I feel like I give away my power to like the audience or I, I like I don't know I don't feel that kind of in myself anymore
0: it's funny I want to bounce back and forth yeah, but I yeah. kind of feel that way about improv it's like I got in this room full of people who are all starting out you know it's level one uh-huh. and uh, I still felt myself kind of reserving kind of holding back. One, I was like, you know, improv, a lot of times you have a game and everyone's like, okay, stand in the middle of the room and say, I like this. And then anybody else in the room who likes this, like, go ahead and step forward, that kind of thing. You have a game like that where it's like, I like tacos. And then the people who in the ro- in the room who like tacos will step in the front and you go, okay, great. And then we all back up and then someone says something else. But then there are some games where it's like, first person to have the idea, jump in and say this idea, right? And I could have been like, I uh, I like tacos, I like Mini Coopers and Vespas and Boston Terriers, I like video games. It's like, I could keep going. Yeah. But I was holding myself back from saying it because it's like, okay, now it's somebody else's turn. Yeah. Right? Yes. And then <laughs> yeah. you, you're almost reserving yourself, like, oh, uh, Sarah over there, she hasn't gone yet. Let her go. And in my mind, you don't want to be like the imposter. No, yeah, I'm I don't, don't, yeah, don't want to be like, yeah. burr, 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 burr. and so uh, <laughs> I just, I, I found myself reserving and not pushing myself as as hard and usually in a room i'm just kind of like i'll say what's on my mind bah, 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 yeah. bah, 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 you know uh but i was trying to th- take my turn and it, yeah. it, it, it's funny in that way it is funny know? in that way also
1: like when i took improv classes i almost would try to almost turn off the, it's like you have to to turn off trying to even be funny because too because i think yeah. you could almost tell you probably have some people in the class oh, who are like yeah. jokesters and just trying oh, to do that yeah. but
0: like everyone's saying like the first thing that comes to your mind it's like someone would say uh pancake right and then you would think it's like breakfast or syrup or butter that's the word he would yeah. be like whore yeah and it's like yeah, yeah. genocide oh, yeah like, it's yeah. like okay yeah but that's what you thought when you right. heard pancake is whore <laughs> unless you can tell me a story about how like yeah one time i i bought this whore and then we got pancakes you know it's like okay maybe that story exists but that guy's answer was always this right this, the kind of thing like abortions it's like that's not funny. Right. It's random and it, you're trying to be shock. Like exactly. Like a shock jock kind of yeah. thing, you know? Yep.
1: So the last week, the second week, I'm like, oh, okay. I felt like a little bit more in the swing of things. I felt more confident. I felt like last week was a week where I got on stage and felt like more normal and I felt like myself. And we talked about... um We were naming 10 to 15 things about ourselves. And, like, from that, our teacher would then pick, like, we sat in a circle and went around. We named 10 or 15 different, like, items about ourselves. And then our teacher would be like, I like that. Write three to five sentences on that. Gotcha. So, like... Like one of my premises premi, is uh, like being an opportunistic Jewish person, like only using Judaism when I can get me a job or like, sure, if, you know, if there's sure. a Phil Berkovitz around that, I'm going to like <laughs> use it to my advantage. But like but not doing something like marrying a Jewish man or like you right. know fasting or something like that. Right. So so I read some of my stuff and my teacher like really liked my ideas. And even I went through and I circled a, like a bunch of stuff that she was like, I like this. This is awesome. Even stuff I wasn't expecting. Like I even just wrote down like I took an antidepressant that was supposed to help shoplif- shoplifters and I ended up shoplifting even more. And, you know, yeah. she like stuff that I wouldn't even think would be like a lot of it wouldn't be like a, gra- a ground for like a lot of material. She was like, no, write about that. Yeah. Um. So I went into this week. Like real, not being confident, but just feeling solid and like, okay, I wrote more about these ideas. I feel pretty good about it. Yeah. Um, Like you even helped me with one about. Yeah. We wrote
0: a joke. We did write a joke. And I actually really liked the joke. Obviously it needs a little bit more work. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Yes. I thought it was funny because the premise of the joke was that even though you're in a relationship. You're constantly looking for new relationships, <laughs> for affair, yeah. yeah, or an affair, right? And, and that's think, just the premise. It's not I, right. right. Yeah. I think. Well, how, how was the joke? What was the joke? Um, I,
1: it was about that I'm so bad with intimacy oh, in my yeah. relationships, and it was basically about that, like, I you, get so yeah. like overwhelmed when they try to hold hands, cuddle me, and like have me hang out with their wife. Kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> so and and. Uh, it's an interesting thing though Because it's like A lot of my stuff People don't know me clearly And that's what right. comedy is going to be Is that it's not like My friends that I'm joking around with Right It's people And anytime a woman Is getting up on stage Talking about like That she's trying to have an affair Or that right. you know It automatically sets Half of the women Kind of like Right
0: because affairs Happen a lot Yes and marriages and relationships Happen a lot And I think and maybe so I joke about it that It not like I think you'd even mention like uh, You might not Do a joke about incest Because that really like because you haven't experienced that personally no it might be funny as an idea to you but someone who's dealt with that it might not right. be funny there's that's a my way challenge. there's a way to do it yes there is a way because we it.
1: if we could have our friend monterey that like does an right. amazingly funny set about molestation and right. stuff like there's definitely a way i just i it's it was awkward and it's definitely awkward to go up and like tell a joke in front of like 11 girls that you barely know about like having like why you want to have an affair. Like I that. think
0: we've talked about this before, but I mean, comedy it, it, to me, it's like there are there are lots of different categories of comedians. Right. And the way that they approach it, they're the guys that do the one liners. Yeah. You know, they're the guys that tell long form stories. And I think you have to decide where you're going to land as far as like how relatable do you want to be? Right. I know. That's some comedians like, are not relatable, yeah. but they're so weird that you're like, I like this. Guy. Like
1: Mitch Hedberg. Right. No Mitch one Hedberg, him. Yeah.
0: Mitch Hedberg is the kind of guy where people in the room are like, what? Yeah. But then by the end, he's like killing it because yeah. it's just, he's really smart in that way or was really smart in the way. And I just kind of feel like, if you walked into a room and just started talking about having affairs or whatever, you have to give them some sort of premise of like who you are a little bit so that they like trust you. Yes. you got to get them to trust you. A little uh,
1: bit. Yes. And honestly, like, so, so spoiler alert is that my, that yesterday's class didn't go so well. And it was good because it was honestly like ever my first experience at like bombing, you know? And so yeah. it wasn't cruel. The girls were so awesome. It was nice. But like I said these jokes and then it's like, every worst nightmare where you go and you say a joke and then like there's nothing at the end and like or there's one muffled laughter or there's like one person one girl went like oh what I was trying to talk about like like another thing is like that people think I'm pregnant but really I just eat dairy and gluten but I'm like like (laughs) like having I suffer from too high self-esteem and so that's kind of the premise and but like the girl I I must have delivered it wrong and it wasn't clear because people were like feeling bad for me and you know
0: like oh I'm so sorry that happened you're like well I'm telling the fucking story exactly yeah, So clearly <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with it. Right.
1: And that's just all stuff. I'm a newbie. so it's okay to like learn. Sure, and also, sure. you know, like Lauren, my, my good friend, Lauren O'Brien is a comedian and she was just reminding me that she's like, I cried after all of my first shows for like the first year. And See, then I that's would-
0: the part of a comedian. That is the part that I'm just so in awe of. I know being because able to do that. Can you imagine? I mean, listen, when I first started drawing like caricatures, like in a live setting, it was crippling. Like I was like, <sighs> yeah. Oh my God, there's no way. And I would finish every drawing and be like, I didn't like that drawing. That didn't look like them. Blah 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 blah. Right. And you have to sell it even though you're not happy with it. But I don't know that I would have stayed with it if every day I performed I was like so overwhelmed with emotion that I was crying. Right. I think I would have been like, Okay, this isn't for me.
1: Yeah. You know? Yes. And you know what too? I found yesterday my the material that didn't do well was stuff that was like not really me because even at one point when when I was trying to do the affair thing our my our teacher kind of looked at me and I love her she's like really cool and she kind of looked like right through me basically and she's like is that really you and I'm like no I would never want to hurt a family or you know and like and like the stuff that didn't really hit is stuff that almost is like not real, like almost like what I'm projecting out of my personality but not like really really me and like what got the biggest laugh was when um the girl before me went and she was she's she kind of like left the stage saying oh I forgot to tell you guys but like i'm a lesbian if you could like kind of like i'm a lesbian and then i went up next and i w- like wasn't even trying to joke and i'm like i love lesbians people think i'm a lesbian because i wear sneakers <laughs> and then like that it was awkward and i'm like not all lesbians i don't know i just kind of did this weird thing and right. people were like really laughing but that was an authentic moment rather than right me you weren't going trying to be a joke trying- yeah you were just being yeah. yourself yeah. Yeah. yeah so overall and then we kind of went around and did some other work and uh like they really helped me with a punchline and then afterwards the teacher was like great job Meryl and I kind of went like great job like you know you guys did it and she told me about how like like she it just she made me feel better by just being like it's a collaboration and even if someone else comes up with a punchline for you yeah. the joke is still your joke so sure that kind of like I when I so so also happening in the middle of this uh this class was like right when we first sat down I checked my email and I got an email that a very last minute interview with Adam Carolla was about to be booked and so you know right. and like Adam is like my you know yeah, like that's your your hero. number one
0: for, for real like if you like could career hero. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah yeah just like like I really I know he's now like crotchety and has a lot of people that haven't like I I have to take some weeks off from him sometimes just because of his views and stuff yeah. but in terms of like setting yourself up for a successful career and in terms of his stamina like to be able to handle podcasts and all these things i really look up to him so so like that it's just so funny that i could be like arranging an interview with adam carolla and then like bombing on stage like a little like (laughs) stupid lamb and stuff and so that then so so that was kind of happening in my in my um my mind and also knowing that like i had driven through the fires to get there and you know it was just like a very overwhelming type night (laughs) like the getty fire was like to my left as i was driving like waving to it that's
0: so funny that you like went i think i i don't know i don't know that i would have gone you told me like before you left you had to call up to make sure the class is still going because the whole city was on fire. yes our
1: friends casey and nick were texting me nick is like dude don't come up it's a zombie apocalypse right now and casey said it will take you like three hours to get there how
0: long did it take
1: uh, two hours and 47 minutes Shh. But I just like I don't know I, Like I don't know I just wanted I want I You basically, wanted to bomb so bad <laughs> I just needed I drove into the fire literally <laughs> <laughs> And so So like it, it, To other people It probably wouldn't has Have been so like Crushing mm-hmm. But it's like I Come on I have to get used to This type of stuff And I also like It's not good to live in a world Where, where you're just getting Reflected back Like positive things Well I that's think.
0: what I always say that about Like art critiques Back in college And even now It's like you have to have An editor You have to have Somebody who will say like yeah, it's not your best work or right. that needs some needs a little bit of finessing because I don't think you get better by just like every day being the best at your job. I think you have to get your ass handed to you. I was in that improv room and there was a thing where we were trying to like tell a story and not in the right order. So you do, the, somebody jumps in and says, they just do one line, right? And it's the last line. This is the end oh, of the story. Oh, that's crazy. That's cool. So the person says, okay, uh, and that's why you leave a note or something uh-huh. like that, right? And then- He'd go, okay, now what's the middle of the story? And that person would jump in and just say something really like, "Uh, and then I ate a poisoned muffin. And then, okay, what's the beginning of the story? And that person got, so you have about seven people and you're all trying to fill these spots, but out of order to tell a funny story, right? Yeah. And it got to me, I was the last person. I kept wanting to jump in, but I was like, oh, what do I, What? what? I couldn't think of something funny at the moment, right? And then I ended up, doing a line that i was so unhappy with i wanted to be like oh no that's dumb i'm sorry oh. and then they tell the story like they each person says what they said right and then it tells the whole story really
1: and it ends up working out like but
0: but it got to me and then i said it and it was like <laughs> it didn't really help the story <laughs> It didn't.
1: And, and there, I, are moment, it, there are moments where like it doesn't even have to be like Sesame Street. Like, you did a good job. There are moments it's like, no, you sucked in that moment. Yeah, but overall, and I did. I be, know yeah. I did.
0: I know I did. And so I was like, fuck, man. I am the one that ruined the thing. And I just felt like, ah, maybe I don't belong here. I know. It's easy
1: to here. go there. It's really easy to go there. Because you're in a
0: room full of strangers, and there's the teacher, and you're like, you want to be like, no, no, seriously, guys, I'm funny. Yeah, trust me. <laughs> right here, w- listen to my backlog of 100 <laughs> hours.
1: Of- <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's <laughs> so, uh, oh, so so okay. So the class was stupid or whatever, and then um, I drove home, getting me home at like almost like maybe 1 a.m. And then knowing that I had to wake up super early because I wanted to watch. Adam Krola was calling to talk about his new document Documentary No Safe Spaces and so I like really I took it very seriously and I wanted to Really watch the movie and like Kind of show uh-huh. him that like because I even on his Podcast before he talks about how important it Is that he does like at least skim the book Of people like whenever he has a guest on he takes the time To like do that he's not just like so tell us About that book I haven't read right 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 and so I wanted to just kind of stand out and be able To ask like sp- specific questions So um, I woke Up at like 3 a.m. And watched most of the movie and most of the stuff like taking like copious notes of like that scene that you were at Berkeley and Dennis Prager talks to like this you know this right. protest group and stuff like that so by the time the the call rolled around at 740 I was like half loopy but then also half just like I felt prepared and good to talk to him and then he called up and uh, we had like a little bit of a talk and, and it, it, be, it was really good I was like I told him I'm like I'm gonna be your news girl in 2023 <laughs> and he was like okay and then I talked we talked about like education and family and all that stuff and, and and it was going well for a couple minutes and I was starting to go into some of the questions I had for him and um his like cell phone started cutting out a lot and it was very yeah. like marbly and Cantori and I looked at ourselves and I'm kind of like, do we interrupt him? Do we hope that it gets better? Because mm-hmm. we were taping it. Yeah. And so we asked one more question and it was just like completely inaudible and we couldn't hear him. And then finally I was like, this interview is like too important. I want to either have him just let him know. So. So Chris was like, "Okay, Adam, we're so sorry, but the, your phone is really cutting out." And Adam's like, "Oh, bummer. You know, let, let me see." Because it was like clear that he was at home or, or somewhere like that. So he hung up and tried to call back again. And then this time it was like so marbled and garbled and you couldn't even tell. And then it's like, <sighs> "Damn it!" Like I, it's probably annoying him. It's it, it wasn't annoying right. us, but it's just like he like he's doing us a favor by calling into like a local San Diego show, you know. And so, um, I I was just kind of like, "Fuck!" Like like the one interview I've cared so much about this year is just like, Mm -hmm. why are we having technical difficulties? Right. So, so I think he tried one more time and then it didn't work. And then we just like lost him. And I I was like, fuck. And so, um, I immediately emailed his publicist and I just said like, I, we really still want to talk to him. And then she kind of did the like, would you mind talking to someone else on the casting Crew and you know so like uh, But but anyway we are gonna he's gonna call back on Monday And we're gonna or, you know by the time people hear this I Probably hopefully will have talked to him So <laughs> but uh, but then I came Home from work and I had just I w- was going on Like three hours of, of sleep right. Drove to LA and back to like right. literally Have no one laugh at my jokes and just like Look at me quizzically you know when dogs like hear a weird Noise and they're oh, like, yeah. like I think, just got yeah. two Hours of that and so and then also To like have like a failed call with Adam Carolla and stuff and so it it just was like, I just thought, okay, let me calm down and like organize my notes and just kind of like go through my notebook of crazy yeah. ideas. Yeah. And I had gotten to the point of like, I had all these papers out and I was like, Okay, this one is for my pilot. This one is for this podcast. This one is for like the script that I'm writing. This one's for my comedy thing. This is for Podfly, and I just like started to look at like everything going on, and and all of a sudden like buckets of tears just came down.
0: What a, what a good moment though, because like when's the last time you did that?
1: I haven't cried like that ever because See, I, I was crying because something was tough. And I honestly cried, too, because I am I am moving in the direction of like I'm starting to embark on all these things for years that I've really been either too busy for or like too afraid to put out or whatever. And so
0: this is the hard part, you know, Mm -hmm. it's when you're not good at something, but you see yourself eventually being there. It's like it's like when you have good taste for something, like if you have good taste in something, it's really easy to see that what you're performing or what you're putting out, that output is like not at that level. Yeah. Right. Like you understand what's funny. You see a comedian, you go, wow, that person really knows how to command the audience. Right. But when you can't do that, you're like, I'm not as good as that. I'm not there yet. Cause you understand what good is. Right. And that can hold a lot of people back. It definitely has held me back in many things. It's like, I want to be this, but I'm not there yet. Well, you got to do it every day. Right. Like the comedians that I've seen, quote unquote, making it. Uh, they're at open mics every night. I know that's everything the that I've hitting realized. It hard and they're, yes. They're they're struggling bombing five, six nights a week, just trying to get comfortable. And after a year or two or five or ten years, those comedians are still like, oh, of course I bomb. I bomb all the time. But then I have a really great night and it keeps me going. And that's the craziest thing. So few jobs. Like if you were a surgeon, Right, and five times, five times out of the week.
1: <laughs> oh God! Or four times out like, of the week. We've taken this brain did, out. Yeah, you, did, to <laughs> you, did, you did
0: surgery and you fucked something up, and and it was like, oh, we lost lost another one. It's yeah. like that would be pretty disheartening, especially if you took out the heart. I hey, guess. Um
1: <laughs> hell, funny. Hell. Oh my God, surgeon humor.
0: Um, but like a comedian, or you know, we failed here doing this. You yes. failed on the radio. You yes. fucked yeah. up, and it's like. It takes that to go, well, I'm not going to do that again. It
1: definitely does. And then, there, yeah, like the weekend before.
0: I'm really excited to see what happens on your next class because that will be, gonna be a like- very deciding factor on like who you're go- about to be as a comedian.
1: Yeah. Don't you think? Well, now there's Cause, pressure. Cause cause what if I suck yeah, there? Because <laughs> if
0: you bomb and it's like, okay, well, then I got to get used to bombing because that's what that's yeah. what it takes. Yeah, definitely. It's like Michael Jordan didn't fu- – well, who's a better – LeBron James didn't go out there and go, oh, I just scored blank amount of points. I don't even know what's good for basketball. I'm so <laughs> like out of it. Three. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't score 6,000 points tonight uh, on my first game. Yeah. You know? Could you imagine the You've amount gotta, of
1: hours? And that's the thing yeah, is that exactly. – That's a good point is at LeBron James – had to put in physical hours and uh-huh. I think right now I'm in a spot where like I, I'm i lacking the physical hours See, of- I keep
0: hearing I keep hearing this from you I think we need to do a boot camp
1: A boot camp? Yeah,
0: I think we need to strip some shit in your life Yeah Get rid of the, the waste and the junk uh-huh. And then whip you into Bo's fucking shape Ooh, Let's do I like that I think you could omit many things from your life that take up space where you could be putting your dreams
1: Oh my gosh, Bo, I like that And
0: I feel like you're smart enough
1: Oh my god, you're, good you're so sweet. Which is why, this is why I love you. Is because, like a like a like a cheesecake, I sent you the picture of me crying. <laughs> I like, love. I know you'll eat it up. <laughs> you
0: sent it to me, and what was funny is like I was busy at the time. I get this picture of you crying, and then you said I bombed, and I was like I couldn't write you back, and then it was like I wrote you one line and the next. Four hours later, I got back to you, and it's like, I'm sorry, you had a bad time. But, like, I thought I was actually really happy that it happened. Yeah. Not because I wanted to see you in pain, but because it's important to get your ass handed to you sometimes yeah. and go, okay, yeah, I'm not good at everything. Yeah. Because you are good at a lot of things.
1: Thank you. Except for comedy. <laughs> you fucking sucks. That's disheartening. Constantly. What I am good at is taking this ooey gooey piece of information and making it a S'more.
0: <laughs> you want to do s'more? All right, let's yeah. do s'more.
1: See that boo at you and now it's time for a little
0: bit s'more. What is your s'more this week, Meryl? What do you got? What's so good? Oh, I have something
1: really big and exciting. Oh, tell me. Wait, wait, wait. Before we go into the s'more, I want to tell you about Grasshopper. You can sound more professional like this. Grasshopper works like a traditional phone system. But, you guys, it requires no hardware to purchase, no software to install, and it's managed all online. Callers can reach you wherever you are, on your cell, office, or home. You can run your business from anywhere on your mobile phone, and it has features like local or toll-free numbers, the ability to send and get texts for your business, voicemails, and plans start at only $12 a month with our money-back guarantee. It's not our, it's their money-back guarantee. And for you guys, Grasshopper is offering fifty dollars off your order. You can go to trygrasshopper slash campfire. Bo.
0: Yes. Do you
1: know who the yip yips are? No. Really? Wait, no. did you watch Sesame Street?
0: Uh, I, I as a kid. Yeah. Yeah, of course.
1: Then you know. Okay, so the yip yips. Look, this is why Sesame are the yip yips? This they're the aliens that like. Like, have mean, like these characters that have like the tentacles oh. on them, and they go like yup, 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 yup. okay,
0: okay, okay. But di- they don't do the manama. That's a different thing. No,
1: that's a different thing. Yeah. These ones are from Mars, and they have like this squid-like tentacles uh-huh. and the large eyes, and okay. they, you know, they go. They basically materialize in and out of rooms, and they go yep, 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 yep. were One of my favorite parts of Sesame Street, and then like randomly one night on youtube i don't understand how but they're like you may like this and it was a video of like a yippie yip. <laughs> like and and i have gone down the yippie yip hole and i cannot <laughs> understand like i've honestly spent like all my free time i mean I, i'm like i have no time for my dreams but yet i'm on like hour number five of the yippee yip family okay and so <laughs> one of my favorite things that i have watched is they have a martian family song and it's okay. like the mom and daddy yip yip and the baby yip yip and <laughs> this is I have I was like screaming that I think this is so cute and I want to okay, play it for please you. Please play it. Okay, they have a whole catalog, but this is just my favorite. So this is like a family of yip yips. Yip 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 baby baby. Yip 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 family. Yip 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 yip. yip, yip. uh-huh. uh-huh. Yep, 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 yep. Ah ha, Yep, yep, you. Yep, yep, me. Yep, yep,
0: baby. Yep, yep, family. What? wrong with you.
1: They're holding fucking tentacles. Okay, but
0: this is maddening.
1: Yep, you. Yep, yep, me. Okay. Okay. Hold on, it's almost done Oh my god, they're holding tentacles They have the cutest faces I've ever seen With their mouths agape So now they're going They're they're going to a different planet <laughs> uh-huh. Bye you oh, So that's my, my. s'mores S'mores
0: you're smart. Um, I the yip also yips.
1: looked up if I could be a yippee yip for Halloween, but I was too late, and they cost like eighty dollars per per one. But per, like, per yip they yip. are the most brilliant. Whoever came up with them, it's like it's so simple, but yet.
0: Oh, well, that's what I mean. All of Henson's stuff. There, I love. I am like
1: a Sesame Street Henson. Yeah. Cause wait, wait—is Henson Sesame Street and Muppet Babies?
0: And the Muppets, yeah. Oh my God! And Dark Crystal and Labyrinth. Really? And many, many other things like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. <laughs> They really? did The Henson uh, puppet shop did so many. Oh great my
1: gosh. Because yeah. the Muppets and Sesame Street are definitely like my favorite things of all time. And
0: For sure. I mean, I grew up with a Muppet show. I had a little piano. And whenever the show came out, I was like, do, 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 <laughs> do, and my, and my dad would say, get your
1: piano. And I would <laughs>
0: pull it out and I'd be like,
1: black, black, black. Oh block, my gosh. Bow, bow. See, I feel like the Yip Yips and then the characters like Beaker and Bunsen, like I like more than most people in my life. Yeah. Like, I, I really I always love thought
0: this. I always thought the Muppets song, you know that Muppet song, right? Can you do it? Wait, how does it go? The Muppet show where it's like right? Yeah. I always thought that sounded like Ricky Martin's song. Oh, Living La Vida. It'd be like
1: da 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 da
0: da 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 da. It sounds like it could go into it, right? Ricky Martin.
1: Damn.
0: That thief of a Muppet.
1: That hot ass yip yip. So yeah, that would be mine.
0: You're a yip-yip. Yeah, please Google. Yip, yip. I am a yip, yip, yip,
1: yip, 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 yip. Yeah, yeah. That's me like saying yes to every event and never working on my dreams. Yep, 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 But I sent it to my parents because I like that's the two sure. parents and my and me as a baby, and I'm like, oh my oh, god, this makes god. me so sentimental. Oh
0: God. What
1: about yours? Um, yours is probably like euthanizing puppies. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, yep.
0: Um, I was gonna tell you there's this it's kind of like two things. One, I've been listening to this podcast called uh, How Did This Get Made? And it's a, a pretty popular podcast, so a lot of you guys might have heard of it before. What they do is they they will tell you a movie that they're going to watch, and then they're going to talk about like how did this fucking thing get oh, made, like a really bad movie, right? One of my favorite episodes uh, is one about this insane movie that if you've heard about it, you definitely know what I'm talking about. You've seen it. Um, it's called The Room.
1: Is this like the worst movie ever? The you worst yeah. movie ever. According to who though? Critics? Fans? Everyone.
0: And if you watched it, you'll agree.
1: Oh, you showed me a very bad sex scene, I think.
0: It's so awful. And it was made in the year 2003. Uh, it's categorized as drama and romance. Mm-hmm. And it stars Tommy Wiseau and Greg Sestero. And I got to tell you, if you get a chance to get your hands on this movie and you want to laugh, at just how awful something could be. There's so many stories behind this. This guy's super mysterious, and they made a movie. Uh, what's his name? That fucking guy.
1: Tommy Wiseau? No.
0: Um,
1: Ricky who, Martin? No.
0: Shut the fuck up. Hold on. Yep, yep. Actually, a couple years ago, James Franco oh. and his brother made the movie The Disaster Artist, and it was based on the making of The Room. Really? Yes. And. James Franco did an amazing job, of course, then found out that he had done some sexual harassment or something, and he didn't really get to uh, celebrate his great creation. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, uh, The Room is amazing, and I do an episode on that podcast, uh, How Did This Get Made?, with some of the characters from the movie. It's unbelievable. There's so much great stuff in the movie The Room to just make fun of. So That's a great s'more, bro. Please check it out. I will check it out. Check it out. It's worth it, I promise you. It's awful.
1: It is. I'm used to watching movies now. My movie muscle has been. Yeah, you've been flexed. watching
0: movies one a week. One and a then week. Reviewing them on the radio.
1: Yep, I just watched The Nightmare on Elm Street, and I really liked it. And, the first one. And? um, I think it's a good basis for like a horror movie for other ones you know it's very scary
0: it is scary I remember seeing that as a kid and being like holy shit I'm never going to sleep again
1: I guess yes right and like the whole thing with insomnia now Uh like yeah that's tiring or that's so scary too thinking of like not being able to go to bed and just kind of feeling that loopy feeling I agree you kind of look like Freddy Krueger
0: do I Uh (laughs) am I in your
1: dreams I don't think that's even how he sounds
0: but whatever um yeah well
1: this was a nice episode (sighs) was it I think so. What? It? It's nice to have just you and I back again. We've had so I many know, cool guests. I'm so sick of people. No, oh my gosh, you guys, thank you for the nice messages. For the, uh, a lot of people wrote to me that they liked the Persian medium one, which really <laughs> makes me happy because I was it was different than our norm, and I'm very happy to hear that you guys liked it.
0: Yeah. Also, thank you guys so much for all the gifts you've been sending in. We really appreciate it. We always put them to good use, so we appreciate the things that you've been sending yes, to us, such
1: as a battle axe.
0: Yeah. And. I, you know, I did get that iPad sent to me, and, and I gave <laughs> it away. So if you guys wanted to send more iPads, we will make sure that they go to good people.
1: Don't forget, we've gotten some really nice gifts like biscotti that, and leashes. That was like a
0: year and a half ago. And like yes, we got the leashes. Yeah. I know. I know. And we want to say thank you. Thank to you. To all the things that people give us.
1: Okay, my little <laughs> yip yips. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> Bye.
0: Yip, 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 yip. Come on, let's do it. Family. Yep. 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 Yep.
1: I have to play it.
0: Let's do it together.
1: Okay. Yep. 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 Ha ha.
0: Yep. 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 Me. Yep. 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 Family. Until someone else cheats on the other person,
1: that moves to Delaware, and they don't love them anymore.
0: <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Send me sexual tapes. Yep, yep, yep. That's it. That'd be funny if we did our own version of it, but it was yip, like yep, yep, adultery. Like, yep, yeah. yep. My
1: eggs are frozen. Yep, yep,
0: yep, 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 yep. Little blue pills. <laughs> yip, yip, yip. <laughs> this episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Klimo.